Jesus says, what profit is it for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Good morning, Christian America. When Jesus utters these words, it should strike us in the heart. It should shock us. It should be like a lightning bolt in 2021, in this day, in this age, when the culture, when the world, when everything and everyone, all of our institutions, all of our organizations are centered around gaining so much in this world. But if in this time, all we do is gain things in the world and we lose our souls, we lose eternal life, then what good is it? So let's get back into the gospel today of Mark chapter 8. We're going to start on verse 34. Get your Bibles, get ready. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort that consists of the Christian American community on all the social media platforms that consists of this podcast, the Good Morning Christian America podcast. We come to you every Monday. We come to you every Friday to get into the word, to get you thinking. We seek to inspire and to inform and to educate, not just on things of the world, but on the word of God, the only thing that has substance in our lives, it should have substance in our lives, where wisdom is found and all other wisdom and knowledge that is good is built off of. There are other things in the world that have wisdom, that have knowledge, that are righteous, but they are only those things if, and that's a big if, if they are built off the word of God, if they are built off scripture. That's why we come to you today. We come to you this Monday and we try to come to you every Friday to get into the word of God. It's important. It's the most important aspect of our lives. It's the most important aspects of our days. If you don't have time to get into the world, hopefully into the word, hopefully you have time for a few minutes twice a week at the beginning of it to get your week started off right and at the end of it uh, to reflect on everything that took place that transpired over the week with this podcast uh, again this podcast can be found on all the podcast platforms google podcast uh, apple podcast spotify and many many more uh, this youtube channel if you uh, search good morning christian america on youtube you should be able to find the, our youtube channel hopefully it hasn't been hidden or censored i mean social media wouldn't do anything like that would they um but if they do luckily for you luckily for us we are also on the rumble website so our rumble channel is also good morning christian america with all that being said we are trying to revitalize the christian faith across this nation we can only do that with the inspiration of the word of god inspiration with the word of god which is why we bring it to you verbatim so i can recite it to you and we'll show it to you so let no mistake let there be no mistake about what the word of god says what scripture says far too many christians christian organizations and christian individuals amazingly enough attack one another more than they attack the enemies of god let us not fall into that trap let us not be led astray 
by those who would turn and subvert the word of God. And we do that by showing it to you, by reading it to you, so that you can see for yourself what Jesus says, how he inspires us, the example that he set for us to follow. And that should be our goal in life, to seek Christ, to love God with all our hearts, minds, souls, and strength, to love one another as we love ourselves. Not because it's my great idea, because it's not. It's because scripture tells us so. And that we are called to make disciples of all nations, not because I say so, but because Jesus says so. And so let nothing that you hear on this podcast be a reflection of me, but only a reflection of what the word of God says. And hopefully when we hear the word of God, when we see the word of God, when we feel the love of God in our lives, then we are prepared to enter into this world and not lose our souls, but to gain everlasting life through the faith that we have in our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, through the works that that faith would inspire us to take on. That, would, that the word would inspire us to do, not for ourselves, out of ego, out of boastfulness, as Paul talks about, but, I, but in humility for others, for one another, for our friends and for our families and for strangers and for the downtrodden and, and for those that have been left behind or, or those that just need a temporarily, uh, temporary hand up. Let us live the word of God, not merely read it, not merely intellectually kind of pontificate on it, but let us get into the world and live the word because we are called not to be of this world, but we do have to live in it. And as we live in this world, let us not be corrupted by it. Let us not lose our souls. Let us not lose our eternal life. Because without it, we have nothing. Without God, we have nothing. And as we are interacting in the world, let us never, ever put our faith and our trust and our hope that we have in Jesus behind us. Let us never cover it up. Let us never hide it because we're scared, because we're ashamed, because we're, we live in fear or embarrassment, but let us have the faith and the strength of the faith of God to preach it far and wide, to spread it, to scream from the mountaintops that you are a Christian, that we do believe in Christ. We believe that these words have the words, as the, the, as the disciples say, of everlasting life. Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of everlasting life. So let's get into the word and talk about what Jesus says. Listen to what Jesus says about living in this world and everlasting life. I'd ask you to grab your Bibles, turn to the gospel of Mark chapter 8. We're going to start today on verse 34 
verse 34 says that he summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? What good, what could one give in exchange for his life? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this faithless, sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of when he comes in his Father's glory with the angels. Take a few seconds to read that passage again because we're going to cover a few things. One, we're going to talk about the three things that Jesus says we must do. Deny ourselves, take up his cross, and follow me. Those are three action words. To deny to take up and to follow. We're going to talk about what he means when he says those who whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. And then thirdly, whoever is ashamed of me and my words and this faithless and sinful generation, the son of man will be ashamed of when he comes in his father's glory. Friends, I hope you paid attention. There are many, many, many passages in scripture that are very important. But my friends, this is four verses, 34 to 38. I only read you four sentences. And out of those four sentences, we deal with almost every aspect of our lives according to Jesus, not according to me, according to Jesus. If you seek to follow, back that up. If you want to have eternal life, he says you must give up your earthly life. If you want to live forever with Jesus, with our Lord, with our Savior in paradise, you must give up this life. It doesn't, and he's not saying to commit suicide. He's saying to turn over these earthly trappings. Stop being worried about things that don't matter. Because the things that do matter is your everlasting soul. It can either be eternally damned. In which he discusses fire and darkness in that place of wailing and gnashing of teeth or grinding of teeth or in paradise with his father dining at the banquet in which the master has set and invited many but to do that jesus says that we have to deny ourselves pick up our cross and follow him those are three things. You can't nearly do two of them. You have to do all three. Because if you have the weight of the world, 
because you love it so much, because you're after all the trappings, all the houses and the cars and the good jobs and the prestige, the big bank accounts and the important places in society. If you have all of that, you can't pick up your, you won't have the strength to pick up your cross, much less carry it because the world will weight you down. He says, first, you have to deny all of that. Deny it. Deny it as in, not that you must have, you must be poor. You must uh, have no money. You must live off the, the welfare of others. Although there are people who take up that sacrifice. But he's saying, don't let that control you. Don't let that weigh you down. Don't put your priorities in the world, in that earthly success, because you're going to need your strength. You're going to need your strength because he's calling you to then do the next two things, which is pick up your cross, which implies first that you have to find it. Most people don't have to find their cross. Their cross comes to them. If you're going through one of those times, you know what I'm talking about. But when that time comes and that cross finds you or you find it, it can be heavy from time to time. It can weigh on you from time to time. We can quit, we can give up, we can reject it, we can, we can very easily lay it down. We can feel sometimes that it's too heavy to carry. And we want to lay it down. But friends, when you push through that, when Paul says that you glory in those sufferings, that those sufferings produce perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, hope in the Lord. Because when that cross gets too heavy, our Lord, I promise you, I believe with all my heart and all my soul that the Lord will be there to help lift it up, to help you carry it through those times. But sometimes it has to get that bad so that you know you can't do it. So that you know that we know that we can't do it on our own. That it's going to take God to intervene in our lives in order for us to carry this cross. Because it weighs so much on us. Once we have this cross, what does Jesus tell us? What's that third, that third verb? To follow. Not to follow the world, not to follow the Instagram influencers, not to follow our politicians and our and, and, and movie stars and people who are, are the world says that are important, but to follow who? Who does he say? He says to follow him. Follow him as he walks his walk. You walk with him. You don't walk ahead of him. You walk with him the trials and the tribulations and he's there with you he's the good shepherd he will not leave your side when the wolves come to attack 
He will be there to defend you. And when the world wants to attack, you are not to run away because Jesus didn't run. He knew they were going to persecute him. He knew they were going to crucify him. He knew that they were going to torture him. He knew it. He agonized it over it in the garden. But he didn't turn and run. He faced the world head on. He went through those trials. He went through the scourging. He went through the embarrassment. He went through the crowning of thorns. He carried that cross uphill to Calvary. And he was nailed to it. And he was stabbed with a spear. If that's what it takes to reach eternity with God in paradise, we have to be committed enough to do it. We cannot turn and reject the conflict that the world would impose on us. We must glory in those sufferings. We must face it face to face, head on. We cannot run, nor should we run. Jesus says to follow him. That means to do as he does. Are we going to be able to? No, not 100%. Are we going to be flawed? Absolutely. Are we going to sin? He never sinned, but we will. Because we are not him. But that doesn't mean we don't wake up every day, fix our eyes on the cross, pick up our own, and start to march uphill. Because where else would we go? Jesus says, when you, what good is it to gain all the prestige, to gain all the money, to see that bank account swell, to store your goods in the barn? And Jesus says, you fool. Tonight, your life will be demanded of you. So while you're trying to store up things, and I'm not saying don't plan for the future and don't take care of your your kids and the, the people you leave behind. But don't store up these earthly goods just for the sake of storing them up. And when the fire comes, when the world turns on you, when they attack you physically, mentally, psychologically, in private and in public, when the world turns on you, when the world turns on Christians, on Christianity, on whatever denomination that you're going, that, that you're a part of, you can't run. Stand firm and acknowledge who you believe in. I don't say that. Jesus said it. Verse 38, whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this faithless sinful generation the son of man will be ashamed when he comes in his father's glory with the holy angels where do you want to reside on that day i want to reside on the side of jesus in the glory of his father and the angels 
I want to be taken to everlasting life with him and those that love him, those that sought him, those that had faith in him. I pray with all my being that you do too. I pray that you look at these words in the Gospel of Mark 8, 34 to 38 and reflect on them this week. When you go out into the world, when you interact with the people that you know, I hope and pray you remember these things. When the world turns against you, when things go wrong, when they get tough, when you get down, Jesus says to follow him. Friends, follow him. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you like messages like this, if you support what we're trying to do here, we ask that you would not donate because we don't accept donations. We ask for your participation. Participate in the Christian American community. Participate in the word and spreading the word of God. Participate in spreading the gospel. Share this video. Like and leave a comment on whatever website or social media site that you watch this on. If you listen to this on the audio only podcast, share it with your friends. How many people do you know that need to hear a message like this? I pray that you spread the word. I pray that we as a community gain strength and confidence, not in ourselves, but in the Lord. And that we turn this society, turn these communities, turn our families and our friends back towards the love of Christ because he's waiting on us. He's waiting for us and he's waiting for them to come to our senses. And I think it's about that time, don't you? And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday, we ask that you tune in on Mondays and tune in on Fridays and leave a comment and like this video below and uh, let us know what you think of the message. But until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.